This one is for the Shift Sessions crew. You are listening to the Shift Seekers Show, created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that help you identify your unique path to change in your life and business. Expect insights, lessons and real life stories of people just like you who are embracing a life of transformation and endless possibility. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Shift Seekers Show. I'm your host, Laura Hassan, and I'm diving right into it today. Now, I want to share first up that this episode was inspired by the live round participants of the Shift Sessions. We are currently in week three. We have six weeks in the Shift Sessions. This is week three. And this morning, I asked them, what would you like to hear next in the Truth About series? And the resounding theme was the truth about taking a leap of faith, leaping and trusting the net to appear, how to find the right next step. It was very loud and clear. So thanks to those guys who are deep in their personal transformation. And do you know what? Before we do dive right in, I just want to pause and celebrate them. So I'm celebrating you guys. I'm celebrating you. I am in awe always in awe of those who commit to their own personal transformation. It is far from the easy path to lean in when everything in you is on high alert for reasons to lean out. And this is part of the taking a leap, right? It's not comfortable to change. Now, we've spoken about this before on previous episodes where we speak about your subconscious mind and also where we speak about transformation Maybe we need about an episode about your subconscious transformation. We'll sandwich those together. But there's that little piece where you get right up to the brink and you want to back off. And that is where it's the least comfort available. That is where everything feels dangerous, scary, filled with risk, and as if certain death is upon you. So I'm congratulating every single one of you. We have had the most phenomenal three weeks. We've had lots of tech hiccups along the way, and we are still having the most incredible journey together. So if you are in the shift sessions, congratulations to you. You are doing the thing. We are at the tipping point moment. And if you are listening to this going, I want some of that, then please feel free to head over to ideservetoshift.com And get yourself on the waiting list because we have a very special announcement about the shift sessions coming soon. So let's dive into today. No pun intended, diving into taking a leap. But the truth about taking a leap. Now, I have just returned from a solo trip to the Maldives. Now, the Maldives is no secret. And if you follow me on social media, you will know (laughs) I am obsessed with the Maldives. Now, there are reasons, many, many reasons why I'm obsessed with the Maldives. One of them is I'm obsessed with the ocean. I'm absolutely obsessed with marine life, with coral, with the whole ecosystem that exists beneath the blue. And on this trip, I was specifically excited because it was in the Bar Atoll, which is known for the home of the UNESCO World Heritage Site of Hanafaro Bay, which between, well, up until the end of October, is the feeding and breeding playground for manta ray. So it is the peak season. And I've always 
always wanted to snorkel and see manta ray in the wild. I've never seen them before outside of enclosures. And I really wanted to see them in the wild. And this trip did not disappoint. However, this trip was about so much more than just the manta ray. Sorry, mantas, I love you, but it's true. (laughs) I went, I took a leap. I took a leap. And this is where where I'm sharing this story. And I shared this story recently, actually, with my shift sessions um, crew, because I had recently already been on a solo trip. Now, I'm a mom of two small children. Well, one not so small and one small. And obviously a wife to my amazing husband, Chris. And I have traveled a lot this summer. I've traveled a lot with the kids, with one kid, solo. I've done every combo of trip. The only trip I haven't taken is with my husband. But there's been reasons that that's not been the time. It's not been the season for that right now. And when I came back from Greece in the very early days of September... The announcement had been made that the Maldives came off the UK's red list. Now, this presented a conundrum for me because I was like, I don't know when I can go. Because I felt like I'd kind of already used up my goodwill of a solo trip to go to Greece, believing that Maldives was not going to be an option for quite some time. And while I was there, it came off the red list. Now, this presented an opportunity to me. And the budget that I had allocated for my solo trip had been all, well, I'd say 50% of it had been already invested in the Greece trip. And so it presented a bit of a stretchy scenario for me. And so this trip was a leap on many, many levels. Now, firstly, I don't even know where to start here because it goes deep. And I'm going to share, rather than talk about taking a leap, I'm going to share a person, this personal story with you. And then you can see, I'll, at the end, I'll show you how this all mapped out and the lessons that I've taken from it and how it all links back, 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 back. Oh, you can only see it looking backwards, right? It's only possible to understand how everything works out looking backwards. So on the brink of this trip, I'm doing some research and I'm thinking, okay, if I can get a really super affordable Maldives trip, that will be my sign. I will go. Everything will be great. And what was happening was as I was looking at these trips, I was thinking, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I had to compromise lots of things to get the trip in the budget that I wanted to spend. And so one of the resorts I had planned to go to with my family this summer had emailed me and given me an incredible invitation to come. And yet it was still feeling a bit stretchy for me. It was still beyond the budget I wanted to spend. It was not impossible, um, but it was feeling a little bit like, oh, oh, it brought up all my stuff. Am I willing to do this? Does this leave me feeling vulnerable in some way? And My husband, who is always my biggest cheerleader, and especially when it comes to travel, and especially when it comes to solo travel, he's always the one saying, go, do it. He knows how much I love it. He was like, do it. What are you waiting for? Do it. This is a complete no-brainer. So I said yes. Said yes to the trip. As if if you're following me on Instagram or if you want to see the highlights of that trip, I have a whole separate Instagram that's just for travel. So my main Instagram is Totally Laura, as you probably already know, but my travel Instagram is totally Laura travels. And there are highlights. There are two sets of highlights up there from my trip, my recent trip to Amila Fushi. So you can go out there and check all that. Now, while I was there, the most incredible line of events unfolded. Now, while I was in the resort, I was having the most incredible time, despite the fact that the weather was not 
you know, if you think about your trip to the Maldives, you're picturing blue skies, turquoise oceans, lazing on the beach. If you're into snorkeling, maybe just some gently lapping waves. This was wild winds, wild, wild winds for four days out of the seven that I was there. And so the Manta trip that I wanted to take was cancelled. And I I mean, I, I kind of knew it was coming. And so I was managing my expectations around that. Now, what this did, what this weather did was it nudged me into island-based activities, which usually I would just be in the water, in the water, on the water, in the water, underwater, you name it. This time I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And what happened was I got to know so many of the resort team. Now at Amilla, they are all about, they go by the mantra, the island of surprises. They love to delight and surprise their guests. They are guest focused. They are all about the experience of being in their resort. And they also have this, um, this, uh, I can't think what the word is, um, this notion, that's not the right word, but we'll go with it, of wellness your way. That's one of the things that they follow is wellness your way. Now, they brew their own kombucha on the island. They create their own plant milk. They recycle. They make their own paper. They do so many things to create sustainable wellness. They, in the, If you go into the spa, 90% of the products in the spa are made from ingredients on the island, sourced on the island. I have a pot of organic coconut oil that was made completely by hand on the island of Amilla, which is absolutely incredible. Amilla, by the way, means your island home, which I love. <laughs> so while I was there, because I was solo, I was leaning into every single experience available. Now, there are, there are too many staff for me to name. I'm not going to go into naming staff here because this is not about reviewing the, the island or the resort. This is about sharing the taking a leap lessons that I have. But I was met my, gosh, my needs, my wants, my desires, everything that came to mind was already being met, delivered, fulfilled on before I could even acknowledge it. It was like nothing else I've ever experienced. And a lot of emotion came up in that for me. Like I was processing a lot of emotion and I couldn't quite fathom it until right towards the end of my trip. Now, spoiler alert, I extended my trip by two nights, again, with my husband's amazing cheerleading support behind the scenes at home, so that because the weather was going to come right and I did manage to go and see the manta ray, which is incredible. I cried into my mask when they swam right beneath me. I've done several posts about this on that travel Instagram to share a little bit about the vibe of what I was experiencing. So if you want to know more behind the scenes, definitely go and check that out. The overall on one of the last nights, the guy who had been really going above and beyond to look after me. His name was Mark. And he said to me, what are your plans for the final dinner? And I was like, uh, I'm not sure. I was actually going to ask you what you'd recommend. He was like, are you open to a surprise? I was like, absolutely. Now an old version of me would have been nervous to say yes to that because I would have worried that I would be disappointed. Now I love travel and I am a super efficient and effective planner of travel experiences which is why I started a whole travel business earlier this year. Now, the truth about that is that it doesn't leave very much room for me trusting anybody else not to do it as well as I can do it. <laughs> and so when Mark asked me, you know, are you open to a surprise? I just looked at him. I was like, yes, I absolutely am. Because the trust that I had built in him, in the team, in the island, in everything that he did was beyond. And on that last night, I was surprised with the most incredible private dinner. 
a private chef, a private waiter, a private area of the island with these beautiful lights. There was a full moon. I'd been to the sandbank in the middle of the Indian Ocean to watch the sunset. It was just, I mean, it was like fairy tale ending to this beautiful trip. Now, during that meal in between courses, the general manager came to talk to me and we were talking because they have this wellness your way vibe that they go with. We were discussing that and we were discussing what I do with the shift sessions and how I work with people to help them change their lives and to achieve things where they've been stuck for endless amounts of time before or going around in cycles. And one of the invitations that was issued was to return to the island as a guest facilitator, or they call it a guest practitioner. And I was so blown away by this. Now I am hosting a retreat in the Maldives next year and it will absolutely, it was going to be somewhere else. It's now absolutely going to be on this resort because of the way that they took care of me. I know that my retreat attendees are going to have the most exquisite experience. There is space left on that retreat right now, which I'm going to be offering first to everybody in the shift method experience and the shift sessions and then open up to the wait list of people. So if you want to hear more about the Maldives, please feel free to DM me on either Instagram account and just DM me Maldives <laughs> or send me a little voice note and tell me why you want to come to the Maldives and I can share the info with you. That's going to be next year in September 2022. I was sat there after he left and we had this conversation about what the future could look like in a, creating a partnership. I was weeping. I was weeping in my little private setting. I was just so filled with gratitude. Now, how does this relate to taking a leap? It relates hugely to taking a leap because way back when, in my first ever coaching experience where I really started to tap into what did I want and where was I stuck and how was I holding myself back with the amazing Susan Ferraro. I love her to pieces. Her work is incredible and it really inspired me to come into this direction of where I am now. Now, during that, one of the things that Suze had us do was really start to look at what if anything was possible? What would you want? Like, what would you really want? And the thing I really wanted above all else was to travel. And I wanted my life and my business and my everything to be infused so deeply intertwined with travel that everything was one, right? Business, life, money, relationships, family, all of it, fun, everything, travel, travel, travel. I couldn't see what that looked like. Now we started a travel business at the beginning of 2021 so that I could kind of live into that. I was like, yes, this feels like the the thing to do. That felt a little bit like taking a leap because I was like, what will people think? Will they think I've like left my business? That was a leap. And yet here we are now in this situation where I'm at this dinner on this final night on this beautiful island. I could not have orchestrated it better with this invitation, which we've now followed up with since I've come home and we're planning what that looks like for me to return in that capacity, working there right? Being in partnership with my dream resorts. Now, why is this a result of taking a leap? It's a result of taking a leap because I could not have forecast the steps. I could not have engineered or orchestrated the steps between me voicing that on that call with Suze to me arriving at that meal on that day 
with the general manager coming and making that invitation and saying, let's, let's explore this, you know, how about it? And now following up in a way that feels like, oh my goodness, it feels so good. Now along the way, there have been many leaps. Now the truth about taking a leap is it presents this illusion that you're going to take one leap and once you've braved it and taken this one leap, that everything's going to be okay. The truth is that in order to get to this place, I have taken many, many, many leaps. Choosing to say yes to that resort was a leap. That was stretchy for me. And that whole thing of like leap and the net will appear, of course it did. Because while I was there, well, while I was in the air, when I landed, and as soon as I had Wi-Fi, one of the first messages I saw was somebody reaching out to me asking if they could be a one-on-one client. Immediately, I'm like, of course, of course, of course, this is how it's going to go. And then once I got there and I was like, oh, this has retreat vibes all over it because the energy there is next level. If you're into ley lines, there is a ley line running right through the center of this island. And in the center of that island is a huge banyan tree, which is one of the oldest dated in the whole country. It's absolutely, you couldn't write it. Again, taking the leap, taking the leap. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know about the wellness your way. I didn't know that it could be the ideal place for me to host a retreat. It felt indulgent. It felt like this is a lot of money to spend. What if? You know, how are you going to blah, 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 blah. All the thoughts start circulating. We all know this. We're all familiar with this. And I want to say that it doesn't matter what stage or how many leaps you take, that you still go through the same process. I'm sorry if that sounds like a bit of a bummer, (laughs) but you still go through the same process emotionally and physically. The difference is you start to trust yourself more. So when I now go to take a leap, and, and also let's be clear that In terms of who I am, astrologically speaking, human design speaking, you name it, however we want to look at it and and analyze my personality type, I am not risk averse. I am quite happy, quite comfortable, quite excited sometimes by taking a leap and I still have a comfort level. So I want to speak to that because we all have different thresholds of what feels like or defines a leap for us. For some people, it would be going online and saying, uh, I'm going to go on holiday and leave my husband and my kids at home. Like that might feel stretchy to some people. For other people, it's going to be like, oh, am I going to make the upgrade? Am I going to do the thing? Am I going to add this on? Am I going to, you know, we're, we're all different and there's no right or wrong. There's no leap that is more significant or less significant than anybody else's. There's only you standing with this leap that is currently presented to you available and deciding whether you trust yourself to take that step or not. Now, if you do not trust yourself to take that leap, what's going to happen is you are going to either, one of two things, you're either going to back off from that dream. And then what happens when we back off from our dreams? Low level resentment creeps in, like disappointment, stories start to build. We make all this meaning about like how we can never get what we want and like it's all right for them. And all of that starts to take root. Or we stand on the brink for a really long amount of time. (laughs) I have definitely done the latter of, I've, I've done both, but I've done the latter of those many, many times where I've stood on the brink and I've lived in that like swirling anxiety that exists when you're right on the edge, but not quite committing to taking the leap. It's more uncomfortable standing on the brink than it is just taking the leap. Now, have you ever jumped into a body of water off the side? 
right? Where you're standing, you could be standing on a deck or a platform of some kind. You're just going to dive into, you're going to jump into some water. It can take a lot. It brings up a lot of stuff, right? Literally taking a leap brings up a lot of fear, a lot of what if. And what we're doing in that moment is we're doubting our own trust of self. We question things. We start to really explore. Do I even want to do this? All of the stuff comes up. Now, in this series of taking a leap, because again, we believe or we kind of sold this, not out front and, you know, it's not sold in this obvious way, but we are kind of painted the picture that once you once you take this leap, the net's going to appear and you're just going to live happily ever after. Now, living unconditionally is going to be a series of leaps after leaps after leaps. And where you build in safety and reassurance for your own nervous system is you take a leap and then you stabilize and you create your new normal after you've taken that leap and you build in, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is my life now. Everything feels incredible. And then you get ready to leap again. Now, here's the thing about a leap. And this is why I told you this story about the Maldives, is that you will never know what it's going to look like once you've made the leap. People can tell you, people can cheer you on, people can coach you and tell you how amazing life is going to be and paint the vivid picture for you. But until you actually take that leap for yourself, you are not going to be able to see what's on the other side of it. It's only looking backwards that you can understand, wow, this was the right thing for me. Now, this does this mean that you have to take every leap that you're presented with? Absolutely not. But what it does mean is that you get to look at it with a new lens. When you're standing on the brink of something and you're feeling like, oh, nothing feels good and I feel really unnerved because there's no safety. There's no safety. That's why it feels so freaking scary. Is like, what if I fall? What if nobody's there to catch me? What if the net does not appear? Now, here's what I will tell you is really important. Your intuition will move you. If you allow yourself to come to the edge, your intuition will move you. Now, this is the same as when I went to book the trip. If I wasn't supposed to make that trip, if that was a leap I wasn't supposed to make, I would not have, my body would have gone, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. I would have found reasons to back out of it. Or I would have been helped. Like the internet would have gone down. The, The transaction wouldn't have been able to go through. Whatever it was, there would have been something that stopped me. Now, I had one of the biggest leaps that I've ever made, which I honestly cannot remember if I've told this story on the podcast or not, is when I handed in my notice in my teaching job. And at that time, that was not intended. I had a plan of when I was going to hand in my notice. It was not that morning. I was probably about eight, nine months away from the time when I was intending to hand in my notice. And yet that morning, my intuition moved me and I found myself, instead of, the, instead of being in my classroom, in front of the class I was supposed to be doing registration for, I found myself standing in the head teacher's office. It was almost like out of body, hearing myself say, I think I'm here to hand my notice in. Now, that was terrifying. It's not comfortable. Taking a leap is never going to be comfortable. It might be exciting and exhilarating. It's not supposed to be comfortable because it's growth, it's stretch, it's expansion. But when that leap was taken, as soon as that step was made, the relief, oh, thank goodness. Because the mental relief, once you've taken a leap, no matter what happens next, 
You are no longer in that uncomfortable place of standing on the brink. Should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? When will I, what if? All of that is so exhausting and so terrifying because what you're doing is your your conscious mind is going through every single possible scenario, basically of certain doom, right? Oh, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? We're torturing ourselves with what if this happens? Now, I was doing it before my trip to the Maldives because, and it's funny that I was doing it around money, which is really interesting because that wasn't even true. I was like, oh, this is overextending. This is that. This is stretchy. It wasn't even true. And in the end, I ended up staying two extra nights, which of course cost extra money. Even when it's okay for you to do something, you can create the illusion in your mind because there is fear of what if on the other side. So you will never know the exact perfect step to take. You have no guarantees of how it's all going to pad out. But I guarantee you that your biggest transformations are when you lean in. When you feel yourself guided to the edge, tune into your body. What does your body tell you about taking that leap? How can I create safety here? Now, again, when I talk about that travel story where... I was in that coaching session with Suze and I was saying, I just want to be able to travel and I want travel to be part of my life and my business and I want relationships with people in far off corners of the world and all of this vivid picture that I had, I could not then sit down and construct what that was going to look like. If I'd have been able to do that, there would have been no leaps involved. And yet the leap that I made, which was completely unconnected, right? I did not go to that island that I went to last week with the intention of this is the thing. This is where I'm going to put, you know, dot all these lines together. This is how it's all going to pan out. I wasn't thinking any of that. I just followed my intuition. I said yes to what felt good, even though it was stretchy. I went, yes, okay, I'm doing this. And then I leaned in. So I could have stood on the edge of that going, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, for longer. It would have been so uncomfortable. Instead, I leaned in, I took the leap, and then right at the very end, so even when I was there, it didn't necessarily look like anything was changing, but right at the very end, when that invitation was made, oh, let's explore. How can we work together? How can we support each other? How can we partner? I was like, oh my gosh, this is my dream come true. I did not know that. And now I get to create the safety. I get to normalize it. I get to be like, yeah, this is my life now. I did this. I put myself here. You know, I get to own that experience. All right. It wasn't like somebody searched me out online and went, hey, Laura, we need somebody to come out to the Moody's and do this thing. Not that that would be bad. That I'm also available for that, by the way. <laughs> and I put myself in the experience and allowed the rest to unfold. So, The truth about taking a leap is, it's never about one leap. It's about a series of leaps. And it's about taking leap, one leap at a time, and understanding that when I continue to lean into trusting myself, when I continue to allow my intuition to move me, I can come to the edge knowing I'm only going to do what feels right for me. And if I pull back and I miss something because I felt like it was supposed to be right for me, but I pull back from it, I'm going to be called to the edge again. And I'm going to be called to the edge repeatedly until I actually take the freaking leap. Now I can make that as uncomfortable for myself as I want to. That's my choice. The rest is an illusion, right? All the rest of the decisions I need to decide what to do is all an illusion. You don't need to decide. It's all right. You already know the drama of the un- the illusion of the indecision of like, what should I do? And I, I don't know what to do. Should I go or should I not? Is all coming from your 
conscious, which is 4% of your whole mind, 4% is coming from that. It's coming from fear. It's coming from what if. Now, what if instead, and wouldn't it be nice if we just allowed ourselves to, okay, I'm feeling this. Let me explore. Let me stand on the edge and see where my body gets pulled. Knowing I can create my own safety anywhere I need to. How does that feel? So the truth about taking a leap is there's no guarantees. There's no promises. There is only you paying attention, leaning into your own guidance, your own intuition, your own body, and knowing I'm going to do what's right for me. And knowing it's going to be one leap and then I get to recalibrate and then there'll be more leaps because it's not about one leap to happy ever after. It's about a succession of confidence building to know, do you know what? I trust myself. And that leap taking is all about you building that self-trust muscle. Now, mine is pretty strong at this point. I trust myself deeply and still I go through that. So... Thank you, Shift Sessions crew, for asking this question. And I hope this story, this is a bit different to usual because usually I'm just giving you the facts. This time I was giving you all the personal story that's fresh, fresh. I mean, I've still got sand in my suitcase. (laughs) Hopefully that has given you something juicy to take away with. I'd love you to share with me what came up for you in this. What feels true for you? What edge are you currently being called to again and again and again? And perhaps you keep stepping back from What do you need in order to create your own safety to be able to listen to your body, to listen to your intuition, to listen to your inner guidance, to know, okay, it's safe for me to do this. It's safe for me to do this. Yes, I may not know what's over the edge or what's on the other side, but I trust me, so I'm going. I want to hear everything. You can send me voice notes in Instagram at totallylaura. Please, 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 if you know somebody who is doing this edging, let's call it, where you come up to the edge and you're like, oh, I really want to do it, share this episode with them. If you're listening and you use Instagram stories, please take a screenshot and share this and tag me so I can reshare you because this is something that I hear people go through again and again and again, and particularly in the entrepreneurial space, right? Oh, do I trust myself? That's, I mean, if there was ever a bigger exercise in do I trust myself to take this leap, it's always going to be the entrepreneurial world. So, I love you so much. I will be back next week. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. I've given you a lot to think about and chew on this week. I will see you next time. Remember, it gets to be different now. I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. (laughs) If you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs.